AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldis.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Kevin Johnson. Kevin is the head of data science at Favor Delivery. Kevin, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, JP. Glad to be here. It's our pleasure. So, Kevin, let's start with yourself then. Can you give us a brief overview of your background, where you first got started in technology? Walk us through your journey a little bit and take us up to your, your current position as the head of data science at Favor Delivery. I come at data science kind of from a software development standpoint. I've been all over the tech stack. I actually started in mobile development, but quickly moved on to a full stack development and data engineering. In 2016, I founded a small real estate and data company, and I was CTO there before it was acquired in 2017. And at that company, as well as at Favor Now, I am working on building up a data science organization and integrating it into an already existing engineering org. Excellent. Thank you for that. So let's start then with an overview of Favor Delivery before we jump into your role and the team. For anyone who's not familiar, uh, who are Favor Delivery? Yeah, for sure. So Favor Delivery, our mantra, I guess, is uh, anything delivered. We work to connect our runners or kind of gig delivery workers with customers, and we will deliver from merchants, from retail locations, or from restaurants to a particular customer. Favor was founded in 2013 in Austin, Texas, and so far we have completed over 40 million orders to date and are available only in Texas, but we are available in 200 cities across the state. Right now, we have about 100,000 active uh, runners, and as of, or we have over 100,000 runners. And in February of 2018, Favor was acquired by HEB, which is a prominent grocery chain also located and focused in Texas. Can you then give us some insight into your group, the data team, the the, the makeup, the structure, and, and, and some of the interest and projects that you're working on behind the scenes? Yeah, for sure. So before I get into my team specifically, Favor overall has about um, 80 engineers, and we grew about 10% in 2020. All of our engineers are located here in Austin, Texas. The data science team, as I mentioned, is growing uh, just recently. So I joined Favor in early 2020, January of 2020. And since then, we have hired a couple new members to the team. We, when I first started, it was me who was acting as kind of a, as the data scientist, along with a machine learning engineer. And since then, we've also hired another senior data scientist and just recently a staff data engineer. For our actual team structure and everything, Favor, or I guess engineers at Favor and designers and product managers are split up into multidisciplinary squads focused on particular business initiatives. So this would be anything like we have a squad focused on search and discovery or on delivery and order success, but feel that that cross-functional kind of group there allows us to move faster towards particular business goals. 
for the data science team in particular, um, I already kind of went over the three roles there, but we're more of a centralized team at this point, and each of the members on our team are embedded into squads for particular projects. The eventual goal in the long run there is to establish kind of a more robust data science uh, center of excellence with individual data scientists more deeply embedded into particular squads and having that kind of core group define best practices and design patterns that tend to work well for favor and for delivering value from data science projects. Excellent. Thank you for that, Kevin. Really helpful to hear just the, the structure, the makeup and the journey from when you first started there yourself. Could you give us some insight then into what a, a typical day and, and the project pipeline would look like for you guys? You know, what's keeping you busy? What are the biggest challenges you face in dealing with this type of industry data and, and what impact is it having on the business? Yeah, for sure. So in a day-to-day, we have a couple kind of main overarching goals that the data science team is working towards. And then we divide these goals up into smaller projects. So one of our goals, for example, is to make the best delivery experience for both our runners and our customers. And so within that kind of umbrella project, and there's each of these kind of umbrellas has many projects under it. And I think that will grow a lot as the team grows. But some of the ones that we're working on under that umbrella of making the best delivery experience are things like estimating time of arrival that we want to be able to show our customers when they order a favor or even before they order a favor, how long we think it is going to take for that order to actually arrive at their door. And so we have worked on a couple ETA models and are seeing some nice benefits from just showing this information to customers already. That's in testing stages right now. Another project that we would work on under that same umbrella is our assignment algorithm, meaning which runners are assigned which orders and how do we make sure that this is both a good match for the customer and that they get that they get the order as quickly and efficiently as possible, but also make sure that we're properly compensating runners for their time and making sure that they're not going too far out of their way so everyone has a good experience there. And some of the other bigger items we're looking at are uh, supply and demand management and discovery. Under each of those projects, there are smaller projects. On the supply and demand management side, we do a lot of work on supply and demand forecasting as well as from more of a data engineering side, building up our automated understanding of what is going on in each of our neighborhoods. On the discovery side, we really are focused on making sure that we are putting the right merchants in front of the right customers at the right time. And so this is a recommendation engine that is focused on merchants, merchants specifically. We also have in a particular menu, we will try to recommend items that we think that customer will purchase. And then based on items in their cart, also recommending other items that would complement their existing items that they're planning on purchasing. So lots of work in recommendations, lots of work in forecasting and optimization, I would say. And it's quite an interesting one because you're supporting both sides. You're supporting the, the customers who are receiving deliveries, but also customers who are using you to distribute goods and services. So it's a, 
I'm sure there's a lot of correlation that you can you can understand and use that data to for future predictions. So you and I spoke previously about you know, the incremental value that you can obtain from from looking at the data science behind all these patterns. Could you give us some insight on what you're seeing and you know what you're excited about? I think that one of the challenges of kind of of establishing a data science team in an existing organization is making sure that you're not just kind of going off into a silo and building for two years without having anyone see you and then kind of pop out and say, hey, I have this great recommendation engine or forecasting model, but really making sure that you're providing value along the way. And some of the ways that we try to do that here at Favor are that we'll initially try to frame the problem in the simplest way possible that can show value. And once you show value, then iterate from there. And some of the keys to identifying this um, would be, uh, some of the keys here would be identifying uh, smaller building blocks that can provide value to your model or to your eventual model goal, but also provide value to the organization in the short term. So an example of this and one that I'm really excited about for the upcoming year is our work on recommendation engines. So recommendation engines, you can definitely spend a lot of time on optimizing them and building them out, but you want to make sure that you're, again, kind of providing that value along the way. So one thing that we are doing is thinking through, again, potential milestones that would be useful not only to that eventual recommendation engine, but also to our organization as a whole. So in Faber's case, one of our main goals will be recommending merchants to particular customers. And one way that we provide incremental value while also servicing that overall goal is by building a better understanding of our merchants and what exactly are the types of merchants that we have on our platform and what types of food that they actually serve. So an example here is that we were that we worked on a small natural language processing project for categorizing merchants into cuisines based on their menu. And for each merchant and each cuisine, we have a score from zero to 100 describing how well that merchant fits into that cuisine. So this small project, I think it took about two or three weeks, is uh, does a couple things. So first of all, it helps our organization because our content team right now it does a lot of kind of manual categorization of some of these merchants saying um, who serves, especially in Austin, who serves the best tacos, but they have to go through and manually identify which merchants uh, serve tacos. So we can help by automatically recognizing the cuisine from some of these merchants. But more importantly, this is also um, a feature that will likely be part of our eventual recommendation engine, either directly or just from these scores, we get a couple other potential use cases that I think would be beneficial for that as well as other projects. From those scores, we are able to begin comparing merchants together just based on their cuisine scores. So if a particular merchant is closed for any reason, be it a holiday or with COVID and everything, then we can use these scores to recommend merchants in that area who would serve a similar cuisine or similar types of food. And even taking that one step further, we could start to average the cuisine scores of any merchant that a customer orders from and begin to develop a cuisine profile for that particular customer. 
So I think this is an example where you can see this is a fairly small project, but there's multiple ways that we can use it and provide value both to the data science team as well as to the organization overall. Yeah, so complete personalization for the user, which eliminates you know time spent searching and you're giving them exactly what they need. So a clear example of a value add. Looking then at your team from the current makeup to inevitable growth as you guys continue to add in these new features and projects in the pipeline, when you look at your the current dynamic of the team, what's the spread between engineering, science, you know, obviously I'm sure there's some machine learning, data visualization currently. Mm -hmm. Where do you expect it to be in, you know, say two years time from now? So right now we have at least one person in kind of each of what I would say are the pivotal roles for a team like this being data engineering, doing a lot of the kind of fundamental data set creation, ETL, moving everything around machine learning engineers really focused on making on allowing data scientists to iterate as quickly as possible. And then data scientists actually building the model, building models that will be used in production. So right now we have one person in each of those roles and are looking to most immediately grow the data science portion. And I think that as we grow, um, we'll probably focus on the data science initially, but I see each of these roles growing over the next two or three years. So from the people you've hired today and then looking ahead, obviously this type of technology has become popular relatively recently with, with platforms who are off, who are in the delivery or services. Looking at the patterns for the people who you've hired, what stands out? What are the common correlations, whether it be an environment, an industry, a skill set, or even just things that stood out to you in interview? I think it'd be very helpful to learn for our listeners, you know, what they could focus on if, if favorite delivery is of interest to them in the future. Yeah, great question. Some of the main technology that we use, we have most of our technology throughout engineering and data science is built on top of AWS at this point. So our data lake is a combination of S3 and Redshift. We visualize on the more business analytics side, we use Looker pretty regularly for data visualization and understanding what is going on in our business currently. On the data science and machine learning side, we rely on SageMaker pretty regularly. And then we use Jupyter, Python, SKLearn. And yeah, that's the majority of the technologies that we use at this point. So looking at your journey at Favor Delivery thus far and, and, and the success you guys have been having, and clearly it's, it's a space that's going to continue to grow. What are you most excited about for your team, Favor Delivery, looking into 2021? Yeah, I think there's there's a lot to be excited about. We actually are just kind of finalizing our roadmaps for 2021 and had an overview earlier this week. And I think there's a lot of exciting projects coming down the pipeline. I'm definitely very excited about the recommendations work that we'll be doing. I'm also excited to see now that we've put a lot of effort into these estimated time of arrival models. I'm excited to see them start really providing value to the business upon completion. But I really think that as we move forward, moving away from a kind of a manual way for managing our supply and demand ratios in a particular market is going to be one of the biggest opportunities and probably one of the more complex problems that we have moving forward. That being able to automate when we sent out a particular marketing campaign in order to get either more orders or more runners on the road, I think that there's a lot of potential with that type of project. So I'm very excited about that as well. 
Excellent. Well, Kevin, I appreciate you coming on, talking to us, telling us a bit about your own background, explaining all of the interesting work going on behind the scenes at Favour Delivery. I'm sure, you know, Austin locals will know it well. And the fact that you guys are continuing to grow is is a sign of the success you're having. So we wish you guys all the best and, and we look forward to checking in with you soon to hear how things are, are going. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, JP. AI Action is brought to you by Aldis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldis offer an exec search program. Aldis can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aldis advantage. Become a member of the Aldis community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all us members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career, and more. Become an Aldis member and get the Aldis advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldis.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.